was a long break. Yes, it was a long break. You know, I'm not used to this new schedule of every other week, so two uh, bi-weekly shows. I like it, though. It's, it, it's getting... It's given, it's given us some opportunities to uh, relax. And uh, I've gotten plenty of calls from Doug, by the way. Good. Because uh, he has thoughts. Yes, really? Oh, he has thoughts. I, I never knew that. Oh, he gave me a whole long list of what he wants if a specific person comes up on the list. Um, <laughs> Belushi. So I'm like, you're just hammering the same thoughts that everybody else already has said. But um, like, now that he's going to hear this, he'll hear me say it. But I don't care. I'm like, we'll go over it because most of those topics are what they are anyway. Mm-hmm. But... You've got places to go today, so yep. this is going to be a quick show. So I am the Blue Dragoon himself, Daniel the Dragon. Welcome, everyone, to the Dragoon's Lair podcast. And I'm here for a limited time only with King Hamster Pellet himself, Mike Schiavo. What is shaking, people? That's right. So Mike's in a rush, so this is going to be a short episode today. Blame it on me. Uh, blame it on the rain, actually. You know, you, you were worried you were going to melt. Blame it on the rain. <laughs> You know, you know there 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 are no vampires in Africa. Okay. You know why? Because they bless the rains down in Africa. I'm leaving later. <laughs> I had to, folks. So, with that being said, we're gonna start another episode of What If. This time, we're only gonna do one celebrity. We could do like two or three. We could do two or three. We could do two, but you know, the the, the goal is two. But you know, you're in a you're in a time crunch. Shut up. Spin the wheel. Let's see what happens. <laughs> All right, let's get to the wheel, folks. All right, let's spin that wheel. Yo, DJ, spin that wheel. I still like the other one. Wheel of morality. Turn, turn, turn. That's the lesson that we should learn. It's a new car. But who we got? Christopher Lee. <laughs> wow. Yep. I mean. The man the, in the nineties when he died. Yeah, he. I don't remember. I don't even know why I put that one on the list. I mean, okay, but, just, but just think about it, Christopher Lee. He was Saruman. He was. Oh, he's he was he, everything he, under he, the he, sun. James. He was the influence. He was Dracula for, for James Bond. Yeah, he was Dracula. He was. Uh, what, what else? Sauron. Saruman. He. Scaramonga from. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he had a rock band, the metal band. Oh uh, yes, a m- uh, heavy metal band on the palm Charlemagne. Yep. Who does that? Yeah, I mean, this guy did everything. Where would his career have gone if it continued? Only other character left for that man to play would be God. I, you know what? Yeah, that that really would have been he, the only he, one. Only thing he left, he he would have had to play God, and God would have been like, "I'm taking notes." Yeah. Um. Yeah, instead of another Bruce Almighty, I think we would have gotten Oh oh God, book three. So it would have been a long time since George Burns, we would have had Christopher Lee. I was reading an article about Christopher Lee. Well, excuse me, Sir Christopher Lee, because he was knighted. Yes, he was. Um, And when he was talking about, uh, it was uh, Peter Jackson talking Mm -hmm. about, um, you know, how to get people in character for like. Yep. Uh, Lord of the Rings, and he was talking to um, Sir Christopher Lee, and they were like, you know, just, he goes, just picture, imagine the, uh, the sound somebody would make if you walk up behind them and you stab them in the back. 
and Christopher Lee looked at Peter Jackson and he said, I don't have to imagine. Yeah. I mean, this guy was Magneto. This dude he, he was, was he like, was everything. He was a real he was like his 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 nephew, I believe, was Ian Fleming. And he based a good chunk a good of, chunk of James Bond off of what his nephew his uncle told him yeah and that was from like the books not the movies no the books the books because the books were a whole other <laughs> ball game altogether but, so yeah, yeah. and Chris was like yeah another one from Lord of the Rings he was like you know when somebody falls down like that picture goes no he goes that won't he goes when you again he goes when you sneak up behind somebody yeah and kill them this is what they would sound like he goes no, that's not, not what they would sound he like. Goes, no, and, and he goes. And Peter Jackson goes. At that point, I just go, Mister Lee. You just yeah. Christopher Lee really was the ultimate resource for everything. Although one character I would have liked to see Mister Lee play would have been Skeletor. I think he would have been a very good Skeletor. You know what? I don't think anything could truly top Frank Langella. Frank Langella was a great Skeletor in a shitty movie. I would have liked even even if he just did he lended his voice. Oh yeah. To uh, I th- I think if he would have still if he would have still been around instead of it being Mark Hamill we would have gotten Christopher Lee probably. Hmm. What? When did when did Christopher Lee die? <laughs> Long before the Kevin Smith Masters of the Universe. Really? Yep. Long before. So, while you look that up, we're gonna. Let's make a second spin, shall we? Because, frankly, that one... Yeah, that, that, that one was quick, right? That one was quick. I mean, the only place... Good night, people! This, that was the show. Um, Good no. night, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Now, so let's see what we got. I'll have to take Christopher Lee off the list the next time around. So let's see what we got on the wheel. Bob Saget. We got Bob Saget on... Now, what could you see Bob Saget doing? Like, um, a lot more stand up. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I could see him doing more like movies, because most of the movies that he did in the '90s were not good. What? I mean, I, I only remember there was one. What was it? It was that Disney. I think it was the Disney movie where he's like the stepdad. It it was it was weird. Like he didn't do much, but then again, that was like in the nineties. He he was he was missed, he was he was America's father. Yeah, I think we would have gotten more like TikToks and sketches of him and Stamos. Mm-hmm. That would have been where his career would have gone. Like more stand up, a bunch more dirty jokes. I was yeah. You ever heard of the comedian uh, Brad Williams? Oh, absolutely. For those of you who don't know, Brad Williams is a midget. A little yeah, person. little person, whatever. He, he's called himself a midget. But he was saying... Well, just because he does it doesn't mean you got to do it. Anyway. <laughs> um, he was saying how uh, he was doing a show, and before he goes on, Bob Saget comes backstage. Oh, yeah. I've and, heard this story. And he goes, you know, you know, he talks about he talks to uh, Bob Saget for a few minutes, and he goes, John Stamos is here. And Stamos has a fear of small people. Like yep. nothing, he just, he's, he's a, it's a legitimate fear. I'm not sure what it's called, but. Yeah, I know has, there there is an actual fear. Yes, and he goes, Stamos has a fear of short people. And at that point, Brad Williams, like, stands at attention and goes, message received, sir, mission understood. And he, you know, 
walked out of the dressing room and he goes, Saka goes, we're in like two doors down. He goes, understood, sir. Open, you know, a few minutes later, did a knock on the door. Bob opens it. Brad Williams runs in and just like starts humping Stamos's <laughs> leg. Yeah. And he was like, Stamos let out like this most high-pitched, girliest scream you'll ever hear a man with testicles make. And he was just like, I was humping John Stamos's leg. I was chasing them all around the dressing room. <laughs> he goes, it was hysterical. Yes, and that that's something that you can definitely listen to Br- Brad, Williams Brad Williams tell that story so much better than you. Oh, well, he was there. Yeah, it was his story. So, yeah. But, I mean, what else could Bob Saget I, have done? I mean. I, I, I could see him because he took some time off from America's. After America's Funniest Video and after after uh, Full House. Yeah. He took some time off, you know, just let things die down. Almost let himself fade. But he did his stand-up he stuff. Did, then he, he went back to stand-up. He was on Entourage. And a lot of people were forgetting when he did stand-up, he, did, he told dirty jokes. Yeah, he was so, not a clean comedian. He, was not. so, he wasn't a clean comedian when he was on Full House. No, so I, I could see him because, like, he was... Kind of starting like a resurgence of his stand-up and everything. So I could see him possibly doing some like serious-esque type roles. Like maybe he maybe dips his toe in like uh, the world of Law and Order, Special Victims, where he plays a bad guy. Oh, you mean kind of like Ed O'Neill did where Ed O'Neill went off and he started playing like a police officer on, what was it, on one of the crime dramas? I, I can't remember if it was not... I don't think it was Law and Order. I think it might have been on like one of the NCISs or something. Yeah, I can see him doing something like that. Yeah, because Ed O'Neill is extremely talented, mm-hmm. and I mean, he did another. He did one crappy movie back in the '90s himself, Dutch. Like I said, one crappy movie. It wasn't. I thought it was okay. It wasn't. That and bad. Dutch was not a yeah. good movie, but, but I, I actually th- blame the writing for yeah. that one because that really wasn't Ed O'Neill's fault on but, that one. But you know, that that's the problem with TV and TV actors. You get associated with just one role and when you went to go try something different and like oh no that's you know that's that's al bundy we can't take him seriously yep. you know say it peg you know? yeah well we've done two so far let's go let's go oh, i like let's, even numbers so let's, let's roll again i like odd numbers so odds it's odds, <laughs> odds and evens odds and even shoot and let's see who we got who we got what do we got come in come in come in You know, Jimmy gave us the idea to do this, and he his original idea was uh, T'Challa himself, Chadwick Boseman, and now we mentioned Doug, and here's Belushi. <laughs> so, all right. So this is for you, Doug. Yeah, Doug. Uh... Doug's entire thing was it would have changed the course of history. You know, Ghostbusters. You know, it would have the entirety of Ghostbusters would have been different because he was originally supposed to be in Ghostbusters. He was supposed to have Vankman's character. Yep. Which, it would have been interesting, but I don't think it would have been the phenomenon that Ghostbusters became because it was more the tribute to Belushi was Slimer. Slimer. Which was basically his character from Animal House. Right, because every time, even Remus said, Remus said every time you see... Slimer. Slimer's eating or drinking. Yep. And, and, we, and like him and Akra, like every time you saw Belushi, what were they doing? Eating or drinking. Yep. So, um, 
in regards to the Ghostbusters, I too would have liked to have seen even. I mean, I wish it would have had like test footage, but unfortunately, no. um, well, alternate reality, alternate you know? reality. I would, I would, I don't know. I mean, I think I, Ghostbusters aside, I think he would have went on to do a lot more. I think he would have done um again like uh Chris Farley did. I think he would have lent his voice to uh cartoons, um. I, I mean, he wanted to try to do the serious route after Animal House, and I think he, I think he would have done it and succeeded. I mean, let's face it, Carrie Fisher was able to go off. She did a bunch of serious movies. I mean, she was in like When Harry Met Sally. I could have seen him like popping up in like the, those smaller secondary roles because I don't think anyone would have really focused on Belushi as John Belushi was an amazing talent, but I don't think he would have really hit those serious roles so much. Well, he, he tried to do, I'm just looking it up now. Um, he tried to do a serious, uh, I believe it was called Continental Divide, where he played a, because this happened right after uh, Blues Brothers, where he played like a, a, a newspaper reporter who like falls in love or goes off on his, you know, and, yeah. and everybody was like, no, we want to see Animal House. We want to see Pluto. We want to see Jake. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, you know, it, he was a victim of his own. Um, he was a victim of his own success where he got pigeonholed yeah. into playing one type of character. But if oh. he would have, I, I see him doing cartoons. You know what? I could actually see him where his career would have kept going. If he would have kept going, I think he would have been a great like character to be in with Robin Williams in Popeye playing Bluto. Well, Popeye came out in um. It, it, no, he, he was died, nope. He? Yeah, nope. Well, you got to look this up now. Look it know, up. Of course you are, because why well, believe the guy who has a film degree? I have a film degree too, but doesn't mean I know you do it. not have a film degree. I do have a film degree. You never even graduated college. They did. No, you didn't. They did. Popeye came out in eighty. Came out in eighty, really? Yeah. Damn. Oh, I came out in eighty, and oh fuck, what you do in eighty two? Okay. It it seemed like it came out later, though. That's the funny thing. It seemed like it came out earlier. Like I, I was thinking, like seventies. Nah, with the way Popeye was filmed, it looked like it was like mid eighties. Well, when Popeye Popeye came out in the eighties, it came out in eighty, same year as the Blues Brothers. So you figure yeah. scheduling conflicts. Yeah. But, you know, like, I mean, I don't see him going as far as, like, Chris Farley, but I could see him being, like, his brother and seeing the two of them together popping up doing, like, that's where we would have gotten blue, the new Blues Brothers, where we would have saw Jake Elwood and, and Jim would have popped up yeah. and, and maybe, like, him and even throwing in Aykroyd, um, like, having Aykroyd, Belushi, and um, Goodman. Mm. Having both Belushi brothers, Aykroyd and Goodman, that would have been something. I mean, I saw Aykroyd and that would have been an expanded James Belushi. Yeah, at, uh, when they they went on tour and they went down to St. George, I saw that and they they put on a good show. Oh yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, if you figure now there's the show Growing Belushi. He Which would have been he would have been in there oh, with his brother yeah. doing. They would have been selling weed left and right. Oh please, 
that, oh, that, that would have been hand over fist. These guys would have been making a small fortune. It would have been like it. It really would have been like Cheech and Chong actually, selling weed now. Actually, I, um, <laughs> maybe I don't know. What? No, because I was gonna say because even though Jim has a longer career, yeah. He didn't touch the heights of his brother, who had, even though he had a, a very shorter career. Yeah. So I don't think that would have worked. Well, that's also because Jim stuck more with television. He wasn't doing more movies. I mean, he he had his run. He was in Trading Places. Yeah, but he it, was the gorilla. Yeah, but smaller roles, not any. Right. He wasn't the standout. No, he wasn't. And everybody was like, you know. He was like, what do you want me to be, John? Because I was watching a Belushi yeah. documentary, and he was talking to his brother, and he was like, he goes, what do you want me to be, John? He goes, no, there's only one John Belushi. He goes, no, yeah. not it. Yeah, it's you can't replicate that. No, it's like catching lightning in a bottle. You yeah. can't do it. So, should we spin again? Spin that wheel, baby. All right, let's see, because I swear to God. Okay, don't even look. Don't even look. Don't even look. Let me look. Don't shut your eyes. Shut your eyes. Robin Williams. There we go. <laughs> wow. The wheel just knows today. It does. Uh, it's like it has a mind of its own. It does. It's, you know, I all I'm doing is putting the names on the oh, wheel. Are you taking them out now? Yes, I've okay. got to take them off after. Once the show is over, okay. I'll be yanking them off. If it comes back up again, we've got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> then the wheel, wheel really does have a mind of its own. Oh, yeah. But no, so Robin Williams, I mean. What couldn't that man have done? He, he, he's like another Christopher Lee. Oh, yeah. He, I mean, I think, I wish his show would have continued on where, what was it? Um, it was him and Sarah Michelle Gellar. It was one of the last shows that he had done. Yes. I vaguely, something with a light bulb? I think, I think they were lawyers. I vaguely remember that. Yeah. It was, um, it's hard because I think it only hit like one season. Oh, no, advertising. I think they were advertising executives. Yeah, that, that sounds familiar. Yeah. I mean, he it, he had a, probably, I'd say, like one or two more stand-up things would have come out of him. Not just his, like, performances, but just, like, I think he would have sold out a couple of arenas and oh, everything. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, I mean, he proved he could do, like, serious roles and mm -hmm. comedy. I mean, what was I it? Saw him Photo Booth? Photo Booth was great. Oh, that uh, was, like, so in, dark in a insomnia. turn. Insomnia? With yeah. him and uh, I believe it was Pacino. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh, he was absolutely like we just like he he hit the gamut for everything. He did Waiting for Godot. <laughs> Waiting for God. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I think now they could have redone that, and by the end, Gal Gadot shows up. Mm hmm. Shows up in the Wonder Woman outfit. One more time, one more cameo. The crazy ones, that's what it was called. It yeah. Was one season with him and Sarah Michelle Gellar was called The Crazy Ones. Yep. Uh, let's see who else was in it. We had Mr. Williams, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Brad Garrett was in it. Yep. Kelly Clarkson was in it. Um, yeah, because they, they were advertising executives, so like you had a lot of celebrity cameos. It was one of those things where there's a lot of those shows that they – they didn't get a chance to keep going, and I think they would have continued on, mm -hmm. and it would have kept getting better. Well, with uh, with a talent like with a talent like um, 
Robin Williams. Robin Williams. You know, I, I don't think television. I mean, television gave him a start with Mark and Mindy and Happy Days. No. Well, Happy Days, Happy that, Days which led to, to Mark, Mark and Mindy. Mindy. Uh, like later on in his career, he was just so explosive. I don't think TV could have contained all of his explosiveness. Yeah, I think it would have. He would have followed like with like Tom, he was pretty much on a similar trajectory like Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks television moved on. Mm-hmm. You figure we all everybody remembers him from Family Ties. I hit Alex. The drunken Uncle Ned. I just remember him from Bosom Buddies. And yep, that was another one. He, but yeah, he played him and Peter Scolari dressed in drag. Yeah. And then you, but then you kept going, and yeah. it's like moved more and more films. And I mean, Tom Hanks has done like tons yeah, of yeah. movies, so Robin Williams's career would have continued on in that same trajectory. Oh, without he, a doubt. You know, it's like I think he would have done something similar, like played done another serious role, mm-hmm. kind of like Tom Hanks did. Um. Was it a man called Otto? Yep. I think he would have done something similar to that. See, but that that's a good thing about Robert Williams. Yes, you know him as the crazy Yeah. Crazy guy. But, but then he could flip the switch oh, yeah. and go total straight face. Yeah. And you're still like, holy shit. Yeah. He 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 he's like one of the rare instances where he's not a victim of his own success. Yeah. Where okay, he played the crazy guys, crazy as in Crazy, fun-loving, more nanu nanu, and then he go he went right into like the Fisher King, yeah, where he played the crazy homeless guy, yeah, and then he went into uh, insomnia, yep, and f- a photo booth, a one-hour photo. I I, oh, I can't remember which one, what the title was, but, but it was yeah that one. Yeah, I think one-hour photo. One-hour photo. Yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, and it 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 worked. Like he he like you don't have like studios didn't have to wonder. Okay, we're gonna cast Robin Williams in a serious role. I don't know about that. It's like, do it. It was like the controversy back then before the internet where everyone blew up when they heard that Mr. Mom is going to be playing Batman. Yep. You know, I mean, I know Robin Williams had like an on and off again relationship with Disney, so I couldn't see him really doing anything like popping up in the MCU. Well, strangely enough, he was casted as the Riddler in, I believe it was Tim Burton's Batman 3. Uh, it, mm, no, actually, it wasn't Tim Burton. They, I, they manipulated him though, because they used him at like the like for the casting. Mm-hmm. And I know, like, I forget which studio it was, but they, they, they. I think it was actually Disney that did it. Really? They, they were casting him for something, and they actually, I think it was Batman. They used him for. They wanted him for the Riddler, right, yeah. but it was because they used him first to try to get Jack Nicholson. As the Riddler? No, for the Joker. He was originally slated to play the Joker, and then it they got Jack Nicholson because Nicholson was holding out when they said they cast Robin Williams. He's like, I'll take it. And that's when it went that way. Okay. So it was, yeah, that's why he didn't come back for, to, he wasn't the Riddler. Well, I, I, I think he would have played a good Riddler. Oh, he would have played a great Riddler, but at the same time, you know what? When a studio screws someone over, you can't blame them for not wanting to work with them. I mean, Disney kind of screwed with them a little bit when it came down to the genie, but they like they made up for it. That's why he came back and did it in the third Aladdin movie, Aladdin and the yeah and the fourth. What was it, Prince of King of Thieves? Something like that. Yeah, because that was the third movie, which was the direct to the direct to video. 
You know, but, uh, remember, kids, video. It was these things that came on tapes in boxes. They were these big square rectangular boxes that they you would rewind them to have to watch them again. Please be kind. Rewind. You know, I. It would be nice if that made a comeback, but you know, yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, I miss those days, you know, because we we got a lot of great stuff that happened back then. Mm-hmm. You know what? So we're a little. Short on time because okay. I know you're Spin pressed. One more time. Spin one more. Time. One, one more. more. I like even numbers. One more time. Let's give it. This is an odd number because this is five. Okay, so spin one more time. I like odd numbers. Too. Yeah, odd numbers. Like I said, I love odd numbers because we're a couple of oddballs. And surveys says John Hurt. Okay, just continue with the MCU. I can see him playing Thunderbolt Ross, being the Red Hulk. Uh, I could see him in the Expendables. Um, I, you know he, he's he's he, not so much into the comedy, but he's versatile. I could see him doing yeah. a lot. Wasn't John Hurt though in Doctor Who? I believe he was the no, you're War Doctor. William Hurt. No, no, I believe John Hurt. If I'm Are not thinking mistaken. the same guy, uh, I don't think we're thinking the same guy. Hang on, now William, now I gotta look it up. John Hurt. He was in Hellboy, right? Yeah. If so I'm not John mistaken, the William Hurt. John Hurt. John Hurt was in Doctor Who. He popped up towards the 50th anniversary. He was the War Doctor. So he played Doctor Broom in Hellboy. Yeah. If I'm not, yes, Can he see was. The picture of the guy? Um, see. Trying to. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. I had it backwards. You had it backwards. I had it backwards. No, John Hurt. John Hurt. Yeah. Um, you're, you're thinking a completely different. No, I was guy. thinking William Hurt. Yeah, you were thinking William Hurt. William I'm Hurt. talking John Hurt. John Hurt. Oh, yeah. uh, John Hurt, though, I mean, like him coming in at playing the War Doctor, I could see him coming back doing like a few. If he was still there, he would have came back to Doctor Who, maybe done a few of the more audio dramas of the, mm-hmm. his time as the War Doctor, maybe made a couple cameos because they keep rechanging things. Now with David Tennant back again as the Doctor. Really? Yes. Wow, it, he's the transitional doctor between Shooty Gatwin. I yeah. think this is. I think this is something we might be able to discuss without breaking the um, strike thing because it's British, so it's BBC. Yeah, British. Yeah, but um, yeah, that's where we we're kind of hitting that gray area. Yeah, but no, um, I think he would have done a lot more like uh, with Doctor Who. Probably popped up, did a few more like some other British series. I think, you know, he would have popped up in a few, like, probably period pieces. Oh, definitely. He, he would, like, I think they would have probably even dragged him in because he would have probably popped up for this new Harry Potter series that they're trying mm-hmm. to get off the ground because, mm-hmm. you know, British actors. Although, do you know he was, he played uh, Jesus Christ. He played Jesus Christ? He played Jesus Christ. Ask me what film. What film? History of the World Part 1. Of course. When they did The Last Supper, he played Jesus. Of course. That you would know. I would know that. You would why, know why that. Why wouldn't I know that? <laughs> that you would know, but would know. knowing that um, it was John Hurt, not William Hurt. Whatever. <laughs> this is not what we have discussed. I know nothing. <laughs> so. Should we take one more spin so we get you a nice even number? Oh, spin that wheel. All right, so we're going to do one more spin so this way we get a nice number six. I like six. Hi, we six. are top sixes, top so six. here's six. There we go. You know, we're 
we're going to run through this wheel, so we're going to end up with a shorter season. I know. We're going to end up with more people. Patrick Swayze. Yep, Swayze. That's, that's Swayze. And it was funny because I was just watching Roadhouse the other night. Roadhouse. Roadhouse. Fa- uh, that one episode of Family Guy, Roadhouse. 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 Yep. Roadhouse. You know, Patrick Swayze, I think I could see him doing like so much mm. because what was it? He was a musician. He was a dancer, dancer, martial artist. Yeah, this guy was this guy was like all over the place. His roles were like extreme. Yeah, it, it, I mean, like he went from one to the the next, and like he, Roadhouse, Dirty Dancing. Like his career was like, and that's just touching two epic movies. When he was trying, I in my opinion, after he did uh, Roadhouse, I think he was trying to get away from like that image that he had yeah i mean he did a movie with uh meatloaf meatloaf a day meatloaf a day <laughs> called black dog yeah and it wasn't good so of course i watched it but uh so it was at that point everybody like oh sweezy's done his career is shit and yada 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 but he um he was casted uh, Amy casted him when they did a series called The Beast. Yep, I'm he, I'm looking at IMDb right now. Did, where he was a um, uh, FBI agent. Like he was, he wasn't like your no. typical FBI agent. He was just like he was like a tracker. Like you know, when the FBI needs somebody hunted down, they sent this guy. And this was after he was diagnosed with the cancer, and uh, you know, he would he would go get treatment and then go show up. Yeah, and shoot. And you know, still he, I mean, while battling, and this dude turned in a command performance, and everybody said if he would have beat the cancer, that would have been the role to turn his career around. Oh, yeah. Well, he did the beast. Um, you figure he had also done Disney, where he was in the Fox and the Hound 2, voicing Cash. Like, he, he would have probably continued on with more vocal work, doing more movies. Mm Like I could see him popping up on TV shows. I, in all honesty, I think, in all honesty, if he hadn't passed away, I think the holiday special that we got for Guardians of the Galaxy, it wouldn't have been Kevin Bacon. It, it would have been, been Patrick Swayze. Yeah. Yes, I see that too. Yeah, that's where I think he would have went. And I, I also could have seen him popping up in the MCU. Oh, absolutely. You know, but it's like I don't know where. He I don't know where he would have popped up. But, but yeah, I, I could have seen him. Well, that's up why I said MCU. like he would have. Like the way that Kevin Bacon played himself, he it's like himself. yeah. And I have to say, just on a morbid yet ironic twist, notice how our last spin for this episode, Patrick Swayze, cancer, and then our previous episode, Chadwick Boseman, cancer. Yep. You know, I've got to say, this is the point where it's, you know, we all have to take a second and just understand that um, cancer affects everybody. And, you know, when we we take more notice when you hear about a celebrity, but this is affecting so many people. And, you know. Hell, it affected me because yeah. my, my father, 9-11 first responder, ended up with kidney cancer. Yeah. And it got exacerbated after. 9-11. Yeah. And, of course, all the people who were like, oh, no, 
the type of cancer he had didn't count. Uh, they took his kidney out before it became cancerous, so he's not, he, he doesn't deserve any money, even though he was down there 30 hours at a click on a pile. Yeah. And it, it, it just, it's sad because, you know, when you see somebody like that, he was a strong dude, and he was used to just doing stuff to, you know, provide for the family. And just to see him, you know, not even able to get out of a chair and just basically wither away and it, 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 yes, it, it, hey, cancer fucking sucks, people. Oh, yeah, and not to mention, I mean, our, then we lost our Rob, buddy Rob. Rob, he, he was another one. Yeah, it's, you know, this is something that it is serious that, the, like, their research is going into this. Hopefully that there is an actual end to this sometime soon because, in all honesty, I'm tired of losing people yeah. and seeing, like, families being hurt by this one disease. Well, he, so not, not not to get political or anything, but you're going to <laughs> no. One of the things I read an article where uh, uh, George W. Bush signed a bill where it pretty much handcuffed people in the doctors and researchers in the United States from doing like cloning experiments because they were say, okay, you need a kidney. Yeah, let's take a piece of yours and. Grow it. Yeah, stem cell, like the stem yeah, cell the stem research cell, and everything. He, he signed a bill where it it handcuffed a lot of researchers. And which and, which president was this again? Uh, George W. George W. Bush. George W. Uh, two. Yeah, W. Two. Meanwhile, we had Reagan one, and Reagan decided that it was like he was going to get rid of mental health issues. It's like so, you know. We try not to get political here, but at the same time, you got to touch on. Something. Yeah, and not only that, it's you know, it's. Sometimes politics and religion are the worst enemies mm-hmm. and people think that they're they go hand in hand no, they don't. and they don't because when your religion's beliefs start to interfere with politics it actually affects more people than you realize. Mm-hmm. Just because you believe something doesn't mean that everyone else has to believe the same thing. Yep. So as far as I'm concerned it's, you know, we need to take the religion out of politics and do what's actually best for the actual people. Yep. So, you know, we're going to wrap this show up because, you know, this is a shorter episode this week, but, you know, we will be back next time. Can I do a shameless plug before we leave? He's got a shameless plug, people. Actually, not really a plug. It's more like a pat on my own back. Oh, you you, don't dislocate your shoulder now. No, I'm double jointed. I can do it. (laughs) You're stealing my lines now. (laughs) All right. But, uh, Let's go. Once again, the fourth wall has been nominated as a semifinalist in the New Jersey International Film Festival. Oh, I just got word today. And for those of you who don't know, that movie stars Michael Quinn, Christy Bolin, and Jake. Written by Mr. Gregory Pond. There you go. Give you your congratulatory. Yeah, take it take, take it back down a peg. You know, you're getting a little too high up on the horse there. Yeah, exactly, that's exactly what I'm doing. Oh, once you start going and you're, you're giving the hands like, yeah, woo! Like you know, they were applauding. I, you, know, <laughs> applauding you know, recognition for the people who are applauding. Yes, yeah, clap, the... just throw money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. You need a slap back to reality. Oh. <laughs> exactly. So, ladies and gentlemen. 
Thank you all for tuning in. We love having you guys here in the Dragoon's Lair podcast. And because I have not done this at all this episode. That is true. He hasn't. I need to do this. If you would like to make sure that you give your opinions, because I'm sure Doug forgot to send the email, Mm. and we'll get one by the next episode. What's the email again? That would be dragoonslayerpodcast at gmail.com. Dragoonslayerpodcast. Dragoon is spelled with two O's. That's dragoonslayerpodcast, all one word, at gmail.com. So make sure you send in your emails. Let us know what you think. If you have any thoughts about what roles that these actors that we discussed this episode, or even somebody that you think that passed away too young and we haven't gotten to yet, Send us emails, let us know, and give us your opinions on where their careers would have gone if they weren't taken too soon. So, that being said, I am the Blue Dragoon himself, Daniel the Dragon. You can find me on my socials, Blue Dragoon 13 TikTok, Instagram, on Twitch, on Discord, which the link to the Discord page is on the Twitter page. And you can find me on YouTube, which you can find the video episodes, which should now be pretty much up to date because the backlog is done. Nice. So you can find us and watch the video episodes on YouTube, exclusively on YouTube, because I'm not posting the video episodes for this season on Spotify video anymore. So that's all going to be on the YouTube channel for Blue Dragoon 13. That's Blue Dragoon 13. 13. Remember, Dragoon is spelled with two O's, and it's the number 13. Mike, where can they find you? You can find me on Facebook. You can find me, Michael Schiavo. That's me on Facebook. And you can follow me uh, at Hampstead Pellet Productions on Facebook. Also on Instagram, Hampstead Pellet Productions. And I do run the Blue Dragoons, the Dragoons Layer Podcast Instagram page. That's right. And he also runs the Facebook page as well. I do. I run the Facebook page. I run the Facebook. Fuck Zuckerberg. It's me. (laughs) (laughs) So with that being said, people, thank you all for tuning in. Hopefully next time we'll give you a more in-depth episode. And keep your fingers crossed that the strike will end soon because greedy corporate executives should not be dictating what we can and cannot talk about let alone they should not be dictating the fact that we are not going to have entertainment to watch. Bunch of cheese dicks. So, please, stop the strike. End this, and this, and this go- is really for the studios. Pay these people what they deserve. Don't be a dick. That should, we- should be a new, a new for this season. That should be our catchphrase. Don't, don't be, be a, a dick. dick. Yep, I think, that, I think that is our catchphrase for this season. You know what? No, Season but it two has to be, it has to be the studios. Studios, don't be a dick. Yep. This this well, Ow. technically, I think it can go for anybody. It's just, yeah, but in this content, we're talking about in this season. It's don't be a, a dick. dick. Yes. Ooh, I should write that down. Yep. <laughs> he's gonna write that I'm down. Write that because I'll forget that phrase. Oh, I'm sure he's gonna forget that. I can remember. Don't be a dick. I yeah, say what? it every time I get behind the wheel of a car. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Uh, <laughs> I think I've said dick too many times, so we're going to have to put the parental rating on this one. <laughs> Folks, don't, don't let your a, kids listen to this episode. Don't be a phallus. Yeah. <laughs> take it easy, everybody. Mike? Yes? Want to take us out? In the immortal words of one Daniel the Dragon Gator, you do not have to go home, but you cannot have remained here. Now, please vacate.
that was a little too classy even for me. It's, you don't have to go home, but you can't stay here. Now get out. Properly. Properly. Later, people. Bye.